Our translation is contemporary Croatian language. We've had feedback telling us I can understand the Bible for the first time in my life. Hello, and welcome to the Word in Action podcast from Bible League International. I'm your host, Michael Woolworth. God did not intend for His Word to be hard to understand, whether that's in English or in the Croatian language. Work to provide a contemporary translation of the Bible to the people of Croatia began in the year 2012. And today I'm joined by Gorn, who played a major role in seeing that come about. Gorn, welcome. How did you get involved in the work of translating the Bible into modern Croatian language? Way back in uh, 2012, team from Bible League came from to Croatia. They were looking for a team of people who would uh, do the new Bible translation mm. in contemporary language. Somehow they came across uh, my name, okay. and uh, we talked, and uh, um, I really liked what they were talking about, and we really needed a new translation. Mm. So uh, from uh, 2012 to 2020, uh, we were actually working on the the new translation of the Bible. Well, that's certainly no small task, and not everyone is called to do it. Um, How does a person gain knowledge and training to do something so important? I have a background in studying a lot of foreign languages. I studied six foreign languages during my education. Mm. Just ever since I was uh, a student in elementary school, when we started learning foreign languages, uh, it was just something I I was really good at. So I studied four different languages, and then Hebrew, and Greek in in biblical studies. I was in the States for my college education, Hmm. and um, I really liked it in the States, and I thought I was going to stay there. But the last year of my college there, God really changed my heart and the desires of my heart. I wanted to come back home and share my Christian experience with with my family and with, with my people. So when I got back home to Croatia, I got involved into biblical studies and all of that. And again, I was I was really good in uh, in New Testament Greek. At first, I was tutoring students who had difficulty learning Greek, hmm. and then uh, they asked me to teach New Testament Greek at one of the seminaries here in town. Uh, I was uh, I was a minister in a church. I was a pastor for several years. So all of that experience kind of came together for my job as a as a Bible translator. And you know, I'm really thankful to to God and to the Bible League for for making that possible. Mm. Wow, you studied six languages. Gorn, I'm still trying to master English. I mean, that's neat that you also spent time in the U.S. and considered staying here, but God had a plan for you back in your native Croatia, and you were obedient to follow His leading. Before we talk about the Croatian translation, um, tell us about Croatia. I know it sits on the coast of the Adriatic Sea, across from Italy. It must be absolutely beautiful, huh? Well, the first thing you noticed is the best thing about Croatia, and that is our coast <laughs> on the Adriatic Sea, because it's uh, it's really beautiful. Uh, even many Italians come to vacation to Croatia, <laughs> uh, because uh, we actually have a nicer coast than they do. And... Uh, <laughs> Uh, we're a small country, um, only 4 million people, and a lot of our people actually live outside of the country because uh, they went looking for a better economy, better jobs, you know. Hmm. Uh, we're part of the European Union as of several years ago, but we're kind of at the at the bottom of the European Union as far as economy goes. We became our own country fairly recently in the early 90s. Uh, we proclaimed independence from Yugoslavia in 1991, but then we were attacked by uh, 
uh, Yugoslav army and the Serbian army. So we had to we had to fight for our independence and for our freedom. And that war lasted from 91 to 95. Right now, our people feel a lot of compassion for people of Ukraine, you know, because of uh, what they're going through, a similar situation uh, that we went through in the early 90s. So we're receiving uh, a number of refugees from Ukraine, and a lot of churches are actually involved in that and just helping helping the refugees to stay here. Yeah, that's so admirable. I'm so glad to hear that. Um, what's religious life like in Croatia, and more specifically, um, what's it like to live as an evangelical Christian in your country? The evangelical community is very small, less than 1%, uh, so we have um, a big job in, in front of us as far as evangelism goes. Mm. And we kind of have a quote-unquote state religion. I mean, church and state are separated, but 86% of uh, Croats you know, identify as Roman Catholics. Uh, so a lot of time... Uh, when we're when we're dealing with people, we really have to explain who we are. A lot of people will will look at us as a sect, you know, or as a as a foreign import. Hmm. So we really have to explain that we're biblical Christians, actually, or evangelical Christians, whatever title we use. But we have to explain that we're following the Bible. That the Bible is our highest authority for life and living, and that we're part of of um, community of people that follows biblical teaching and that meets regularly. Most people are not uh, familiar with evangelical Christianity, so we have to uh, explain ourselves when, when we're, we're talking to others, you know. Yeah, I follow you. You've uh, certainly got an uphill climb there for sure. Um, is the evangelical community growing in Croatia? The church is growing, but very slowly, and it depends, of course, from uh, from church to church, some some churches are uh, falling in numbers. Some are stagnant, and and some are uh, growing. But but my impression is that in general uh, the church is growing, but it's just a very very slow process. You know, sure. Basically, because we're we're so small in numbers, we have to increase our efforts with evangelism, hmm. and we have to. I think after COVID, uh, we have to. Uh, get our priorities straight again, you know? Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. I mean, there's a big push here in America to get people back into our churches following all the COVID restrictions and with the growing number of people who really no longer identify as religious. So I certainly understand what you're saying. Uh, Goran, the the need for a modern translation for the people of Croatia, what prompted Bible League uh, to search you out back in 2012 to begin this work? That translation that is still used by, by a lot of people it uses um, a really high literary language. The translators, when they're doing their job, they thought because, you know, because Bible is, you know, famous literature, it should really sound like that. Hmm. And it uses some tenses that we don't use anymore. In um, You can only find find it in, in literature of the past, like aorist and imperfect. Hmm. And uh, we only use uh, past tense today. So... Our translation is the first translation in contemporary Croatian language, and that's what makes it so, so important, you know. And um, we've had wonderful feedback from people mm. uh, telling us, you know, wow, I can, I can understand the Bible for the first time in my life, or I can understand certain passages from the Bible for the first time in my life. And um, mm-hmm. a lot of people 
just uh, tell us that we've done a, a great job and that, that this translation is easy to read, it's easy to understand, and uh, it's becoming, it has become actually really popular among uh, evangelical Christians because they, they enjoy reading it and they can they can understand what what they're reading. Hmm. That's so good to hear. Uh, God didn't intend for His Word to be hard to understand, did He? I mean, it requires us to read it and study it faithfully, but how much better when it's a translation that we can all identify with? Talk more about the response from both believers and unbelievers to the Croatian contemporary translation. Uh, well, as I said, we've had uh, a wonderful feedback from uh, from believers, you know, from... Uh, people who have been Christians for a long time and who have been using the uh, the older translation, they were just thrilled to have a translation that is in contemporary language, that is easy easy to read and understand for them. And for unbelievers, especially, you know, even, even believers ask us, you know, can you give us more Bibles so that when we, hmm. uh, when we you know, speak to someone about Jesus, so that we can give them this new translation, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, they very much prefer the new translation as opposed to the old one, because it would be maybe comparable to to going from King James Version to, let's say, the new international version, you mm -hmm. know, or easy-to-read version. That's why it's been so uh, popular here, and it's it's really in, in demand, and... Uh, People are just constantly asking us, you know, well, can you give us more or do you have more Bibles? Or if they, they haven't had it yet, they they would like to have one. <laughs> that is exciting. I mean, in a world that often refuses to open God's Word. I mean, that's great news that it's being read and people are asking for it. So it helps that you just received a fresh shipment of 10,000 copies. Now, I've heard, Gorin, that Croats aren't just asking for it, they're demanding it. Uh, give us some examples. Even before we were completely finished with, with, our, with our text, people were asking us for, for translation. Actually, there was a group that wanted to produce an app for reading the Bible. They asked us for our translation even before we were, you know, completely finished. And the Bible League said yes. And then there was another group, and they made an app that, is used for reading the Bible in one one year. They provide, you know, everyday reading, a couple of chapters in the Old Testament, a couple of chapters in the New Testament, and then some, they have some other interesting features uh, within their uh, phone app. And then Croatia for Christ Ministry uh, really made uh, a, a nice app with our text, and now they're in the middle of working on uh, audio. You know, so when you go into their app, they want to be able that you can just click on read or listen. So that is, that has been a wonderful experience. You know, just we saw how how much uh, people uh, wanted our text and mm -hmm. were eager to have it even before we were able to to produce a printed version of the text. Mm, I know that has to mean a lot uh, to you personally as editor. Um, I hear it's even being used by Christian ministries that promote rehabilitation among people struggling with drug addiction. Um, tell us more about that. Oh, yes, definitely. Uh, we have several evangelical communes in Croatia that are working with people who have a, a, a drug addiction. Mm. You know, So basically what they do, they want them to go to another city and to join a commune, so to get them out of their environment, they spend at least a couple of years in the commune to get 
uh, of the drugs. And every day they read the Bible, they pray, they have meetings every day. It's kind of uh, it's kind of military military style, but mm-hmm. it has to be that way to help people get off their addiction, uh, encounter Christ, and then to build a new life actually around mm-hmm. following Christ. And then after all that is done, uh, they're trained also doing some kind of a job. Then there's a final step of uh, rejoining the society, you know, getting out of the commune and uh, being able to function again as a productive member of the of the society. Mm. And they definitely prefer our translation because um, a lot of people there are not highly educated people or or long long time Christians. So they really prefer to have our contemporary translation because it's easy to read and understand. Very nice. That's so encouraging to hear, Goran. Um, you're hearing all the time from various parts of the Christian community about what this modern Croatian translation means to them. Um, do you have a story or two to share? Yes. Um, this pastor recently shared a story with me. He was on a radio show. I guess it was a religious program, and he was speaking about something in the Bible. He was offering, you know, our new Bible to someone who wants to, who is interested in Christ and who wants to read. So he received a call from an older lady and she wanted the Bible and she went to to meet him. And they actually had a a Bible study together uh, using our text. And after that Bible study, she became a believer and she decided to to be baptized, you know, into Christ and join that church. Hmm. Uh, So that pastor shared that story with me and he sent me also a link a link for a youtube video uh where that lady was was baptized well praise the lord for that i mean as somebody who engages radio audiences all over america i'm excited to hear how that pastor and listener uh, connected and uh, need to hear how you were able to see her baptism on youtube any other stories to share? We've had wonderful feedback from uh, churches uh, of different denomination. The largest Baptist church that is in Zagreb, their pastor wrote to me and said that this is a wonderful translation, that he's using it all the time. Uh, the largest Pentecostal, Pentecostal church in Croatia is using our translation. And also the most popular preacher in Croatia is using our translation. I just, you know, kind of found found out by accident. Uh, he came to preach uh, in in our congregation, and then uh, he he approached me after the service, and he said, you know, uh, are you the one responsible, you know, for the new translation? And I said yes, and he was just so uh, happy to meet me, and he said, wow, it's a wonderful translation, and you know, uh, we're using it with our church. Uh, I took a photo with him and his wife and uh, the Mm. new translation. He was so thankful to God, you know, for me and the team and the Bible and then this new that this new translation came out. It was just a a wonderful uh, encounter with him. (laughs) That is a joy to hear. I mean, so often we don't get to hear the full impact of ministry, but to hear from so many about the Croatian contemporary translation, that's absolutely wonderful, isn't it, Goran? I mean, this is exactly what we pray for and give to. And what a joy to see God making good on his promise in Isaiah 55, where he says, My word will go forth. It will accomplish my purpose. And uh, I think of this translation, you know, it means very little to me as an English speaker. I mean, the fact that it's God's word, I mean, that means everything. But to the Christians of Croatia who are growing in the grace and knowledge of the Lord by reading it, and to unbelievers who are trying to understand the gospel message, I mean, this translation means everything. Um, Goran, how could we pray for the work of the gospel in Croatia? I would kind of say, 
evangelism and evangelism, you know. <laughs> uh, the evangelical community in Croatia is very, very small, so we really need to um, put a lot more effort into evangelism, and uh, this is where the new Bible translation can help a lot. That's what, that's what I would ask for, for prayers for for evangelism and for this Bible translation to be used really effectively with the people. Amen to all of that. And Gorn, it's been a great blessing to connect with you over so many piles to hear your update on the Croatian Contemporary Translation. I know it was first published in its entirety back in the year 2020, and another printing of 10,000 copies recently means that demand can be met. Um, It's so neat to see how God is using it two years later. Friends, thank you for listening today. Will you follow Bible League on social media? You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And you can sign up for our verse of the day and e-newsletter at BibleLeague.org. That's BibleLeague.org. And let us know your response to our program today with Goran in Croatia by emailing us at podcast at BibleLeague.org. For the Word in Action podcast, I'm Michael Woolworth.